You're listening to the Leadership Jam Session Podcast, the place where you'll get to hear leaders at all levels of management share their practical solutions to the management challenge you face every day. So let's get ready to jam. I'm your host, Rob Fonte. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Leadership Jam Session. Today's episode is going to be a little bit different from previous formats. A few months ago, I was asked to be a guest speaker at a leadership summit for women called Women Leaders Rising. This was a three-day summit, which was hosted by its founder, Lav Chintapelli. Lav is a leadership strategist and coach who helps women develop strategies to create greater impact in their careers. Now, I was one of several other speakers that spoke on the second day who represented allies of women. Today's episode features a short excerpt of Lav interviewing me. That's right, the tables have turned as I am the one in the hot seat getting interviewed. Now, our discussion focused on my experiences with developing women into leadership positions specifically related to what it takes for women to succeed. However, if you happen to be a man and you have women reporting into you, I would ask that you listen in, as you may find some helpful insight based on some of the things I should have been more aware of along my leadership journey. I hope everyone enjoys the discussion. You have a lot of experience training women leaders and women into leadership positions. What does it take for women to succeed? So here's my, here's based on my experience. It's almost like a process, a step-by-step approach. First step is that you really first have to demonstrate success, success in your current role, a proven track record. And I know I'm speaking the obvious, and that applies regardless whether you're um, a male or female, but you do have to have that proven track record, which weaves into the second step of projecting the confidence of what you bring to the table, just projecting the confidence that you can certainly develop towards the role that you're looking to achieve. And then the third piece probably is a little bit more specific to, I think, some of the challenges that that women are up against, depending on the culture, depending on who they're reporting into. I always view it as how are you positioned, right? Where are you in terms of are you properly positioned for that next role? We're all on different leadership journeys, as you asked me, my leadership journey. Someone's leadership journey is going to be very different than the next person. A successful journey depends on having a really good plan, a well-mapped-out roadmap, if you will. And you are the GPS, right? It all starts with you. Where are you currently positioned? What's your destination? Where is it that you're trying to get to? And then the plan along the way. What does that trip look like? Because there's going to be many obstacles, there's going to be many hurdles, highs and lows, but it really does start with with that positioning. So, so what you're saying is really important for uh, people to have sort of long term vision of where they want to go, and then break it down into steps. Exactly. Yeah. When you sit back and you're thinking about your journey and where you're trying to go to, think about the people you're taking along for the ride, right? Whether it's your co-pilot, your, your pit boss, whatever you want to call it, your manager for the most part is going to be that person. Your manager does play an important role. It's not the only person that you're going to rely on, but they do play an important role to some extent. You really have to first identify where does my manager fit in? Am I getting the right support that I need? Am I getting the exposure? And what if I'm not? So what if I'm not getting that exposure? Here's what I would suggest. I would recommend have a discussion. You first have to at least have a discussion because I can pretty much tell you they could be clueless. My wife loves to tell me many times, you are clueless. You're, it's, it's staring you right in the face and you're clueless, right? So I will share with you that it could be that simple. 
So, for example, I'll give you, I'll give you uh, an example. I, um, I failed to mention that the last position I had before I left the corporate world, I was a regional sales director. I had five district sales managers, of which all five were women and had that team for about three years, uh, most of that team for three years. And I'm going to be honest with you, I struggled with even preparing for this, this interview. And I reached out to some of them. As sad as that sounds, with all my experience, I still struggled with, all right, how am I going to approach this discussion? No, I, no, I actually want to, before we continue, I want to commend you for one, for being transparent that it's not, I mean, even though you see it as a struggle, I think it's, it really tells a little more about you that you really want to make sure that you want to give value. So you're seeking feedback from the women to get their perspectives. So I think it's a different way of looking at it. So thank you. I appreciate that. And and it was an interesting conversation because, because you're right. I do want to make sure, you know, what is it that I either did or didn't do or what can I share that maybe others can take away? And it was interesting. So the ones that I, I spoke with, I explained to them what I was doing and, and I just asked them, I asked them the question, was there anything specific that helped you from a woman's point of view? And each one of them laughed and said, yeah, we figured you would struggle with this. Uh, and then one, of course, used my own Jedi mind tricks against me. She said, why do you think you struggle? And so the way I always approach developing individuals, whether it's right or wrong, I never viewed it from the lens of whether they were you know, females or, or males. My job was to develop you, to make sure you were successful in your current role. What could I do to guide you along your journey to get to the destination you're looking for? And what was interesting was, all of them shared that that's exactly what they needed. The playing field was level. They appreciated the ability just to be authentic, for somebody to be able to pull out all their strengths and work with them in the areas that they needed to. What's interesting, though, and this is where I'm getting to, one of them did share with me. She said, you know what I appreciated? That um, many years ago, you invited me to go play golf at a corporate golf outing. I said, yeah. And she said, but that really made a huge impact. That helped me actually as a woman. And I said, okay. And she laughed. She goes, you don't get it, do you? I'm like, no, I'm clueless. I just help me here. Right. And she's like, you know, if you think about it, at least in, in, in the organization we were with, and I'm sure it, that stands true with many, it's typically a male driven type of event, you know, and it gets into the, uh, unfortunately the good old boys club. What she shared with me was it gave me an opportunity just to, uh, go to an event, and it was a different angle where I can get more exposure, almost like on their turf, if you will. And I said, huh, I just invited you to, you're part of my team. Why wouldn't I invite you? That Again, that's what my mindset was. And what's interesting is I share that because even with all my experience, I still didn't understand what she was saying. I didn't realize that that actually made a positive impact for her as a female. And if you think about it, how could I, right? I wouldn't understand that. I do now. And that's the piece about, you know, empathy is, is the ability to, to demonstrate empathy is you first have to be aware of what the situation is. And of course, now I think back over the years, now I'm wondering whether other opportunities, could I have done more? So again, my point is that you just may not even be aware of it. You really need to have a discussion because your manager just might not be aware. Well, Rob, first, thank you for being such a strong ally because we need allies um, and and you were doing this just, just the, it's just who you are, the way you are. One, I think treating men and women in those classes the same, you're just, you're like, I look at you for who you are, not 
what you are and all these, right? And then the other one is super powerful, like bringing her, inviting her. That's half the thing, inviting people to the table, inviting her to the game and her to be seen in a, in, in a different turf. That's why I think the positioning is so important. And look, if you're a manager, maybe you may not have, even if you have a discussion and you're still not getting any traction, and it could be as simple as when you provided me with that opportunity to do this, that really helped me um, get more exposure. Or perhaps on, at these meetings, or if I can work with this person, that might help me with my development plan. It could be as simple as that. But again, if you're not getting the, the response that you're looking for, find others. Right? As you mentioned, allies. Those allies exist. There are people, there are men just like me who think similarly. And, and again, I am not perfect by any stretch of the imagination, but there are men in, the, in your organizations, unless you work in an organization, there's only five people. They exist, right? They exist. They're there more than willing to help you. And finding mentors is a critical piece of this. And sure, you can go out, get female mentors. I would challenge you, find male mentors and be very, very strategic. So this is the other piece of how you can be successful. Finding mentors is one thing, but being very strategic around who is half the battle. Who are the ones along your journey that's going to help you get to your destination? You might be dealing with maybe... Um, a senior leader that, for whatever reason, has a different viewpoint of you, I would actually challenge you to start working with them. Ask them to mentor you. Change their beliefs, whatever reason it might be. And if you're not in a situation when you can do that, find the individuals who have a strong voice, who can influence the decision makers. They do exist. And trust me, men need more women uh, to help them, right? And so I would and I, and I hope many men are listening to this because they can gain so much from this. But I know I am a far better leader today because of mentoring, right? Mentoring not only benefits the mentee, but as you're mentoring, it helps you grow and learn too. And based on all the females that I've mentored over the years, I, without question, know I'm a better leader today because of that. From my own experience, I always fall short on that, building the network, right? Because I used to be all about doing the work and then it's never a good thing until you one day you realize it's like, wow. Yeah, uh. I totally agree. I mean, we would love to sit here and, and think that, all right, my work should speak for itself, right? And it should. Yet we know in reality, I think, you know, it goes back to this is like the basic human element that really defines success. And it goes back to what Dale Carnegie wrote in his book, how to um, win friends and influence uh, people, right? 15% of our success comes from our technical skills, our work. 85% comes from our ability to build effective relationships. And, and for some of us who are wired differently, some of us are more introverts, that is exhausting to put yourself out there to proactively try to forge some of these relationships. It's exhausting. It's, you'd rather just focus on, on your work. Can't blame you. And yet we know that it really does come down to relationships. And, and the ability to be successful in many cases, particularly as you move higher up, is really based on those relationships. So, so building that really strong, uh, not just foundation, but a foundation that lifts you up, right? The network that yeah. holds you. If, you're, if it's only going to be about your work, you may advance ahead. But I will tell you, eventually, it's going to be about 
your network and and the relationships that you've built. I wish there was just a, a snappy, snappy I way I, to do it. <laughs> I get it. You know, people say, well, that's the politics and organizations and and granted, you might work for an organization that, that doesn't think like that, and which is great, great culture. The reality is the politics, it's there. It exists. It really does. And for women, it, it I'd like to think we've evolved as males. I'd like to think that. I hope it's gotten better, but I'm not naive to think that the good old boys club doesn't exist, right? That is the way to, to penetrate it. It is really about building those relationships and working your way and through that and tearing down some of those beliefs because their beliefs are based on your experiences. And that's why I say, if you're going to look for a mentor, go right to the source. You know, I challenge you to actually, and put yourself out there and go to the person that you think might be the roadblock. You'd be surprised just by forging a relationship, asking them to mentor you, how far that might go. I've actually never heard that. I mean, we hear about mentoring all the time and, and building strategic partnerships. But I think this is really the first time I've heard the suggestion to seek out the person, the, the roadblock person as the mentor. It's like mind blowing. It's like, yeah, like if you can go get over your own ego or whatever you're feeling and then go ask that person, that person may just open every door for you. Without question. I've come across that. You know, I've had, you know, senior leaders that would say, I don't know if she if she's ready for that or well, you know what? I'm going to have her start working with you. And then let's have a discussion afterwards and see what your opinion changes. Now, I've set that up. But my point is that if you're confident, if you know you've got the chops, you know you've got the the success. And again, it could be intimidating. But again, that's part of it. I'm willing to bet in most cases you will change that person's perspective for the better. And you'll lead the, the path for other women too. Right. For example, if the boss, let's say, if you have a great boss, then obviously, you know, it's all great. You know, what if the boss isn't just as cooperative? You think, how does it feel seeking mentorship from somebody else? So your boss is just, it's an important piece, but it's one piece. It's not the end all be all. And that's why I say, be very strategic. Go after other individuals. They exist and they get it. They'll probably, if you truly have a boss that is not really good at, at developing, these other leaders probably know that and see that, right? Are more than happy to help you. Again, your boss is, is one important piece, but it's just one member of your team. It should be your co-pilot, but it may not be. So find a different co-pilot. Awesome. I think that's a perfect analogy, right? Um, to think about it, it's like, don't let your entire career be ruled by one person like seek out other people, seek out other co-pilots. So as we're, we're coming to the end of this uh, talk and it's been lovely. So as a summary, what, what advice would you give if there was a one takeaway you would give to the attendees? So here's my advice. You control a lot more than you think you do. I think it's as simple as that. You control your journey, right? You might not have the boss like we just talked about who's, who's may not be supportive. You still control your destiny. It may not feel that way, and everyone's circumstance is going to be different. But trust me when I tell you, if you feel like you're stuck in neutral, it's up to you to take ownership and to put it in drive. Move forward. The opportunities are there. You just have to find them. They might be buried. They might be hard to see. But you do control a lot more than you think you do. Yeah. Thank you for that, Rob. It was um, it was lovely to hear all these new you know, it's there's always learning, right? It doesn't and learning is an ongoing thing. It never ends. Never ends. Well, I hope you enjoyed listening to that discussion, and you're walking away with a few ideas that you can utilize within your leadership journey. 
I am grateful to Lev for inviting me to speak on this important topic. For more information about Lev and all the great work that she's doing related to helping women, please check out her website at womenleadersrising.com. Thanks so much for listening in today. If you're interested in learning more about the show or how we can assist you through my leadership consulting company, then please visit my website at leadershipjamsession.com. 